0: Two Pills Podcast. In our Two Pills Tips, we briefly go over a topic in teaching. These may be an active learning strategy, an innovative strategy, or another current event going on in health sciences education. These episodes are shorter than our full interview episodes, so hopefully you can get some ideas on your way to class. If you have an idea for a Two Pills tip, or someone who we should interview, send us an email at twopillspodcast at gmail.com. That's Pillspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter, at 2 Pills Podcast or on our website. As a disclaimer, I am not claiming to be an expert on any of these ideas, and all of this information is freely available online. Check out our website, 2PillsPodcast.com, for links to resources. Let's talk assignments. In order to get to higher levels of learning, we need to go beyond multiple choice true-false. But what is the increased burden of grading by doing that? Is there a way that we can increase our evaluation of application, evaluation, and synthesis without having hundreds of papers to grade? A potential solution? Peer evaluation. Peer assessment can be defined as the application of criteria and standards to evaluate and provide feedback on the work of peers or colleagues. In the group project setting, peer evaluation provides accountability of all members because they can provide feedback of everyone in their group. In our careers, we all have to give peer feedback. It may be peer review in manuscripts or presentations. It could be reviewing policies and procedures that are drafted. We also have to give feedback to peers, other professionals, students, technicians, assistants, etc. One of the benefits to our students of peer evaluation is that it includes a requirement for critical thinking and going beyond just saying, great job, with no actual feedback. As for a little bit of data surrounding peer evaluation, in an evaluation of peer assessment in health profession students in Belgium, they found that students tended to grade at the high end of their assessment scale with a narrow range, but found that their assessment tool was helpful in differentiating student contribution in group work. In an Australian study, researchers found that although students tended to give their peers' assignments higher marks than an expert, the quality of feedback was similar and students overall found it to be valuable. I think it's interesting, um, I don't have access to different campuses, but there are studies that have looked at evaluations from students across different campuses. And so if you have the opportunity for students to evaluate those students from complete separate campuses or universities, they'd be even more likely to receive unbiased feedback. Some tips and tricks when it comes to peer evaluation is that keeping the process anonymous increases students' confidence and comfort in giving feedback to peers. This may come to play with how you decide that feedback is going to be given. There are some that advocate for face-to-face feedback versus some that advocate for written. Face-to-face is certainly valuable for learning to provide feedback in the future. It could be something low stakes, like students who are on rotation together and they give each other feedback about a presentation or something like that, but I've seen that students really prefer the written feedback due to the anonymity. When starting the peer evaluation process, it might be a good idea to start small, so rather than having them review each other's 10-page papers, you know, just reviewing an introduction or, you know, just one segment of something. If you can, have them do the peer evaluation in class because then they can ask you for help for things like how to word feedback um, and things like that. General recommendations when it comes to peer evaluation is that students should provide feedback that is constructive, specific, kind, justified, and relevant. I feel like those are some good things to keep in mind. So constructive, certainly. Specific, rather than, again, just saying great job. Kind, because I've seen that some students can be pretty harsh peer evaluators. And so keeping in mind that you're trying to help the person succeed Justified, so making sure that you can justify what you're saying, and is it relevant? Is it important to include? I also wanted to mention that there's a really great appendix in one of the resources on the website. It's a 2014 article by Meisner and colleagues. It was published in Currents in Pharmacy Teaching and Learning, um, again in 2014. And this appendix was given to students as a guide for feedback. I wanted to mention some of the highlights. So they say that feedback is communication from others that presents data to a person about what the others are experiencing and how this is impacting them. The purpose of giving feedback is to give a person insight that they may not see in themselves and provide them with your perception of their strengths and areas for improvement. Some ideas would be, number one, objective rather than subjective. So rather than saying, it seemed like you pretty much covered everything, but you must have left some stuff out. You could word it as you accurately address each of the sections. However, the limitations were not discussed. Another um, recommendation is to use I rather than you. So instead of you talk too fast, making it I found it difficult to understand at times because of the rate of speaking and looking down. Additionally, you could give feedback that is descriptive rather than evaluative and judgmental. So using specific examples, you left a big section out you failed to discuss all the results of the study. The primary outcome was significant. However, the secondary outcomes were significant but not mentioned. Instead of, I think you left some sections out, um, it could say, the limitations to the study, such as population size, were not completely explained from what I recall. And then finally, sharing information rather than giving advice. So instead of saying, if I were you, I would, instead you could say something like, the guidelines suggest X, Y, Z. So those are some recommendations generally about peer evaluation. Um, Again, you know, making sure that it is constructive, specific, kind, justified, and relevant. And then focusing on things like objective rather than subjective feedback, using I rather than you, making it descriptive rather than evaluative and judgmental, and then sharing information rather than giving advice. So I hope this has been helpful. Maybe you can take a look at some of your lengthy assignments and see if they would lend themselves to peer evaluations. Good luck and thanks for tuning in to both Podcast.